Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Less than 24 hours from now, like 22 hours from now, the New Mexico State Aggies, who, Van, are sitting at 10-4 and in the season, and the Fresno State Bulldogs in it at 8-4. Well, they link up at the New Mexico Bowl, and who better to tell you about it than the voice of the Aggies himself, Adam Young. Adam, welcome to the program, brother. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. I was actually tuned into the show on the radio in Albuquerque yesterday. You guys sounded great and excited oh, to join the show today. And we're just the All Sadie right. episodes are fun because of the drinking. Mm-hmm. I, I did not notice that. I, I thought you guys <laughs> were completely sober and sounded outstanding. He's the absolute best in the business. Well, I mean, after, <laughs> after the program is when we get loose. Right, of course. We're live at Explorer right now, getting ready for Teen Night with Duke City Championship Wrestling. But the second it's over, Van and I, we're switching into bowl mode. Yeah, baby. You've been in bowl mode for like a month now, though. Well, you know, this was a unique year, guys, where New Mexico State clinched bull eligibility, it seemed like, you know, in like week seven or eight. Of course, it wasn't that early, but um, we've been kind of at this for a month, and everybody felt like it would be the New Mexico Bowl. Um, There were other bulls out there. The New Orleans Bowl was probably another high-quality option, but everybody felt like it was going to be the New Mexico Bowl. So we kind of started our preparations a little bit earlier and felt like, okay, we're probably going to be in Albuquerque week of. Um, We started our content on Monday, and it's so accessible for our fans. I mean, I've been seeing Aggie fans all over town and at the hotel and um, the grocery store yesterday when we stopped by, just stuff like that. So it's been cool to see. I mean, this feels way different than it felt a year ago when we were in Detroit. Um, We were in Detroit at Christmas. It was awesome. The Quick Lane Bowl was great. But it wasn't a game where a lot of the fans could travel and, and make the game. So. This is way different. Um, the atmosphere tomorrow should be just awesome. I know the players are looking forward to it. Um, a lot of them kind of compared it to the Auburn game where the Auburn game, they were playing in front of 88,000 fans, but they were all cheering against them. Oh, this yeah. is going to be you know, 30,000 plus, and they're cheering for you. So um, a lot of the players haven't had that kind of an atmosphere where there's 30,000 plus cheering for you. So I know they're excited for that tomorrow. Adam, let's rewind all the way to week zero. Except for, like, the most hardcore, pie-in-the-sky Aggie homers, what was the expectations for this season? Was it double-digit wins, an SEC upset, and a bowl game? The bowl game, definitely. Uh, a win against Auburn, I don't think anybody predicted that. And honestly, Dan, when you go back to week zero, a lot of fans were extremely disappointed after the loss against UMass. I mean, Mm. if you talk to Aggie fans in the preseason, they were penciling the UMass game in as a win, right? I mean, you're on national TV, week zero, you're coming off a bowl game, and they didn't play good, to be frank. I mean, they just didn't play well at all. And honestly, in the first four or five games of the season, things weren't trending up. And uh, there was a turning point. A lot of the players said during practice the week of – I think it was the FIU game. They had a rainy practice. They said it was high energy and things just started to click. And, you know, for whatever reason, things started to turn. And the defense early on in the year was not the defense 
the rest of the year. The defense has played really well, um, except for a couple of games, the last seven or eight games. And the defense struggled early on because they were trying to figure out which guys to play. There were so many newcomers. How do the pieces fit? Um, the offense had a lot coming back. The defense had a lot of new pieces. So once the defense figured it out, the defense started to win the football team some games, and uh, things started to roll. And Jerry Kill said early on, he said, we're going to be in one possession games the entire year. It's going to come down to can we win the fourth quarter and pull out those close games. And they found a way to do that consistently during the course of conference play. I know you're not a numbers guy as games are looked at by, like I don't know, Van, what's a random city? Like the city of Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah. I know you're not a numbers guy when it comes to that, Adam. But it's being, it's being said the Aggies are favored in this one. It's being said it's going to be a shootout. Do you think the experts have this one right? Well, it was a shootout in the Conference USA Championship game, mm-hmm. um, and I know the defense probably has a little bit of a chip on their shoulder because of that. Um, I think the defense for New Mexico State is a lot better than what they showed in that CUSA title game. The defense that we saw down the stretch in the regular season, I think, is the defense that's going to show up tomorrow. Now, offensively, um, you know, New Mexico State played very well against Liberty in the championship game. They played well enough to win the game, to be honest. Um, and, of course, Diego Pavia is the engine of the offense, and everyone. Mm-hmm asking about his health, and Diego sure. says he's good to go, and he started practicing again this week, and he feels like, you know, he's just fine for the game. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow at 345 um, once the, the bright lights come on and, and things get physical. Diego is tough as nails. I mean, we've seen him take hit after hit this year, and um, everybody that's followed this program knows how important he is to the success. Uh, the backup quarterback right now is a true freshman, Blake Berlowitz, who played really well when called upon against Liberty, but he is a true freshman. So uh, hopefully Diego is playing like Diego played the entire year tomorrow. And if, if he's if he's high-level Diego Pavia, uh, the Aggie offense should have a good game tomorrow. Adam, I went to state, and I lived in Las Cruces for a little over six years. I know Aggies know how to party. Was like the whole university, did they send out emails to all the bars and restaurants here in Albuquerque and tell them to stock up? Good question. (laughs) Well, there's a funny story behind bowl games and Aggie fans. Uh, I go back to 2017, and, of course, it was a little different because it was the first bowl game since 1960. So, I mean, there was a lot of uh, energy built up over time for Aggie fans. But uh, there was a bar in Tucson, and it's still there. It's called Gentle Ben's. And the night before the bowl game, it was the gathering place for Aggie fans and alums, and they ran out of alcohol uh, (laughs) during the course of the night because there were so many people there. And, you know, when I think back at my time here and and I think about the football experience, that's probably number one on the list, that that bowl game, because there were so many people um, that had been waiting for that moment you know, for 30 or 40 years, in some cases, for Aggie fans who have been Aggie fans since the 60s and the 70s. So um, I don't know if it's going to be the same tomorrow, but some folks have said there's going to be a bigger crowd than it was in 2017. And I know the night before the bowl game then, uh, they partied pretty hard. They wobbled in their shoes, if you will. Um, yep. and, and I'm sure we'll be seeing that in the next 24 hours. And there's so many alums and fans in Albuquerque um, I'm sure a lot of those folks don't get a chance to see a lot of games in person. Right. They have to watch on TV or listen on the radio. And 
I know they're excited to have the Aggies in their town um, this particular go-around. The only thing better than boozing, man, is boozing with home cooking. Yeah, baby. That's how you do that thing. Ubers are going to crush it tonight. Mm -hmm. Absolutely crush it. All right, so I'm going to go to the tailgate tomorrow, Adam, and I want to look smart, okay? I mean, I'm going to wear my Aggies crimson. I'm going to be that guy. But um, give me, like, a tidbit to say about Fresno State. Let me Give me a little gym that people think I have a clue what I'm talking about at the tailgate tomorrow. We know better. Well, the snapshot on them, uh, Fred, is they started 8-1, and one, and a lot of folks said they were the best group of five team in the first nine games. Um, they were ranked in the top 25, and then they kind of fell off. They had an injury at quarterback. Their head coach, uh, from what we understand, is not going to coach the bowl game. He's had some uh, medical stuff going on. And uh, Jerry Kill talked about Jeff Tedford, the head coach, earlier today at his press conference and just couldn't say nicer things. He said Jeff is one of the best football coaches in the country, and, and I agree. I mean, I've seen a lot of Fresno State football, believe it or not, the last couple of years. we played them a couple of times, and um, he is a high-level football coach. So I think there's a lot of unknown because they did start hot and lost their final three. Uh, UNM beat them as well, and then their head coach is probably not going to coach them in the bowl game. So I, I do feel like there's a lot of unknowns with Fresno State. And um, – but Aggie fans and, and the Aggie coaching staff and the players feel like they're going to get their best shot tomorrow. I, I've heard this from the coaches and the players each of the last two years, and everybody says this. The team that wants it more in a bowl game is going to be the team that wins. Sure. Some teams really want to be there. Some teams are kind of like, eh, it's a bowl game, whatever. I mean, it's the end of our season. I know for a fact New Mexico State wants to be here, and um, that was the case last year when they beat Bowling Green. They just wanted it more, and hopefully tomorrow that's the case once again because I know this team is dialed in. Uh, Jerry Kill has them ready to play high-level football tomorrow. They're prepared. Um, they're healthy, and I think they're going to want it more tomorrow. That's, that's always the key in bowl games. What's Coach Kill's vibe this week? Is he all business? Is he letting these young student-athletes have a little fun with it during this week? Or is he just nose to the grindstone? Hawaiian shorts. I think, I think it's Hawaiian shorts, man. <laughs> I think you need a little bit of both. Um, you know, there's so many events. They had Marshall Falk speaking earlier today at the luncheon. They had this family feud event last night. Uh, they were at main event two nights ago playing games with Fresno State. So there is a lot of extra stuff that goes into bowl week. Um, you know, the travel was different. Fresno State had to fly in. New Mexico mm -hmm. State was able to bust up. Is that an advantage? Possibly because you didn't have to go through all the flight stuff. Maybe that's an advantage. I don't know. Um, but they are kind of leaning on last year's experience a little bit. Last year was different, though. I mean, they had about three or four weeks to prep for the quick lane bowl because it was on December 26th. This go-around, they played – the championship game in Conference USA on the 1st, and now the 16th is the bowl game. So the prep has been shorter. But everybody has said that what Jerry Kill did this go-around, he, he tried keeping the players off their feet as much as possible. The practices were shorter. They were lighter. He was trying to get the players um, as healthy as possible. Because keep in mind, guys, this has been a 15-game schedule for New Mexico State this year. There's only three programs around the country that will play 15 games this year. New Mexico State and then whoever plays in the national championship, those two teams. That's it. Wow. So this is a schedule unlike any other. This is NFL-like uh, this year. So they're trying to you know, make sure the players are as fresh as possible tomorrow. 
Is it true that college football is going to rename dual-threat quarterbacks Pavia quarterbacks? Is that true? Possibly. Um, I think Diego would like that. Uh, You know, he's talked a lot. You guys will like this. He's talked a lot about Johnny Manziel since he came onto campus. And when people say, who do you mold your game after? And he liked watching Johnny Manziel. Are you talking on the field or off the field? Yes. On the field. (laughs) Oh, okay, good. Johnny Manziel. On the field, Johnny Manziel. And then earlier today, he brought up Marcus Mariota. So um, when he was asked about growing up in Albuquerque, he said, well, I grew up an Oregon fan because I liked watching Marcus Mariota. So I don't know if he's, you know, some combination between Marcus and Johnny Mansell, but, um, you know, he, he's hard to defend, right? I mean, he's not going to slide. He's going to try to run through a linebacker. Um, he is extremely unconventional. Uh, Jerry Kill has said he's the toughest player he's ever coached in 40 years. He is unlike anybody else on that football field. And I know this one means probably more to him than anybody else wearing the crimson and white tomorrow. So excited to watch Diego perform. For your New New Mexico State Aggies to hoist that beautiful and unique New Mexico Bowl trophy, they do what? I think Diego has to play really well. I, I think Diego's the X factor. That probably is stating the obvious, but I think if Diego plays really well, they'll have success tomorrow. Um, you know, and if they run the football well, and, and Jerry Kill always talks about not turning the ball over, but if Diego plays well, he's not turning the ball over. So that kind of goes hand in hand. Um, Diego's a, a big part of what happens tomorrow, and um, we've seen Diego play – on a different level multiple times this year. And if, if he plays like that tomorrow, they should be okay. I watched some of those talking head pick the winner shows or whatever. Clean sweep for New Mexico State. I don't, I don't know if that's a curse. I don't know if that's a spoiler. But uh, a lot of people across this country are in unison, including one Brady Quinn. I saw he say last night that he thought New Mexico State was the team. So so there it is. It, it In theory, Aggie's big at home, and Van and I start the party off early with the tailgate and end the party late with Adam Young celebrating an Aggie's win. Yeah. You guys know who uh, who is Diego's biggest fan, right? It's Big Cat from Barstool. Um, every time Diego Pavia plays the football game, Big Cat is tweeting about Diego Pavia. So there's a little fun fact for you as well if you didn't know. Me, I thought me and Big Cat were going to fist fight in the Houston Super Bowl one time, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> Adam Did I bring know. up a sore subject, Fred? Yeah. The only the only Portnoy we care about is Voice and Lobo's Rob Portnoy. That's how we yeah. feel. Uh, on that's how we roll. I love, I, I love Rob Portnoy. Good man. Uh-huh. He's a world of talent. Adam Young, thank you for giving us so much of your time. We know it is so very valuable, and we know our audience appreciates it as well. Good luck tomorrow, brother. All right, fellas. Excited to see you guys tomorrow, all right? Going to be good. Cheers. like him so much. He's a dude. I think we. I, I know I mention it every time he comes on, but Adam Young and I were both broadcast colleagues at um, Southern Illinois University. We were both broadcast colleagues at the Gateway Grizzlies, and well, he was the broadcaster, and I was doing like promotion stuff, mm. and then and then we just kind of kept elevating up on the same levels, and then out of happenstance, sure, you know, he ends up in New Mexico State. Obviously, I moved here to Albuquerque, unrelated. Sports talk radio show. I was the voice of Highlands for some years, and just uh, just the craziest parallels of of friendship from my end and talent from his end because right. it is it is just unique. Small business.
this small business at time. New Mexico Bowls tomorrow, it's going to be really good. What we're going to do is pivot, though. We're going to pivot to NFL picks because, well, there's Saturday football games, too. Right. And we know right now at 515, our friends are headed over to Isleta to place those bets, and we got to tell them what to do when they get there. Right. Let's do that whenever we get back. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. NFL picks. Big thank you to Adam Young who joined us. We're going to go in order of the games, y'all. Vikings at Bengals on Saturday. The Bengals are favorite at home in what is literally the most avoidable game to watch all weekend. This is just <laughs> going to be terrible. Over-under is 40-and-a-half. Uh, meet us at the tailgate. That is the plan for this one. Sure. No, it doesn't start in time for that. What does that mean? Uh, the game starts at 11. The tailgate doesn't start till 1. We will be there unofficially early. Meet us unofficially early at the tailgate. Or it's three hours before okay. the game. You're referring to the official VIP oh, tailgate. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's gated in. No, no, no. We're Look, the. We don't hang out with your gated community. No, people. we're of the people. Amory, we'll be in the parking Wait, lot. When are people allowed to start tailgating? Right now. Yeah. Now. Oh. It starts now, yeah. Amory. It starts here immediately following Teen United Explorer. You think you can only let these people tailgate for two hours and then walk into the stadium? Are you kidding me? They're going to be rocking at 7.13 in the yeah, morning. Yeah, let's go. 7.13, they late start. <laughs> when sunrise. Sunrise is when I rise a beer. 7.13 Eastern. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> is that right? Is that it? I don't Amory? know time zones. All right, or meet us at 377 Brewery and we'll have the game on. Whatever yeah. Hey, Amory, who you got? Uh, for this, I, uh, I don't bet with my heart, but I do, I'm do. i taking the under in this game. So you believe Cincinnati's going to win is what I just heard. No, I actually would take the Vikings plus 3-2, feeling a little frisky, but I don't bet on my team. Point for those people that don't know, I'm a Minnesota Viking fans. I don't. I just don't think this will be a high-scoring game. If you haven't already placed a bet, I have it at only one and a half, Van. Who you got? Oh, I have it at minus oh, three. Oh, I'm seeing it. Yeah, three and a half. What are you looking at for three, CBS? Three and a half. I don't know. I always look Me at CBS. Me too. Me too. That's why I'm wondering where the one and a half is. I mean, I'm just looking at it. What can I do? I mean, it's just. I'm looking at CBS too, so I was just making sure we're on the same page. Okay, just, I mean, the betting trends or whatever. I mean, Jake Browning's that dude. I like Jake Browning. The Bengals lucked into another dope-ass quarterback. I think the Bengals are going to win this pretty handily. Even mm-hmm. though Nick Mullins is a slight upgrade over Josh Dobbs, I still think the Bengals get it done. And I don't think Justin Jefferson plays. I think he's a liar. Ooh. Ooh. Two really good defenses, too, though. So that's why I'm picking the under. I'm not touching this one. <laughs> oh, not that Everyone is super sus. Everyone. <laughs> also, I think Brian Flores is a weirdo, and he's going to try to hurt the opposing quarterback. That's no, wild. I think he's weird, dude. I, I don't. He seems like Brian he's, Flores. Yeah, Brian Flores is weird to me. I don't get that. Neither I'll make a statement I. and get a bunch of job interviews this off season. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He seems like that guy. Hmm. Right, maybe Brian, I don't get don't that from call him. Me Dayball Flores. Yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't care what job he gets as long as it's the one Bill Belichick wanted. By the way, you want some nightmare fuel? Oh, obviously. Uh, Google Brian Dayball upside down face. What? 
Yeah, okay, do it on. right now. Do it right you now. can rotate his face 180 degrees, and it still looks exactly like his face. All right, do me a favor. It is wild. Fill some radio while I look this <laughs> Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers plus one and a half well, going duh, to Indy. Duh. <laughs> See, I told you. Google it. I'm, I'm not I am not <laughs> Googling it. that. Do it. No, do no, no. It. I feel like his, that's a trap. Uh, yeah, it's nuts. His uh, face... <laughs> You could turn his whole face upside down, and uh, it looks like the exact same face. It is bonkers. He put his face upside down. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, this is so sad. This is also another game yes. that I really am not crazy about. No. The Steelers burnt me, like, big time two weeks ago. What is the With game the upside down head, or are you talking about football? Yes. Gardner Minshew at home. Let's go. I mean, I would lean. I like the Colts money line. I wouldn't. I'm not touching any of these games tomorrow. I'm not crazy about any of them. But <sighs> if I had to, I would love say the Broncos Gardner lines. Minshew minus one and a half at home. That's a no brainer. Absolutely. That's the only Just bet I'm a hundred percent about tomorrow. Yeah. Besides I mean, the of- Aggies. Take the money, money line's only minus one twenty five. Just take about. Colts and money line. That's Good bet. Take the under. What is it? Forty-two. Forty-two. Mm-hmm. Take the under. Yeah, I like that. Because I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. but he plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. And traditionally, mm. he doesn't do well when no. he does that. That's not his thing. No. Although they're going to go to the playoffs somehow. But then again, his tiny hands get cold. But the, there's a nice little dome there in Indy. Is he back or is it Trubisky? I really don't know. No, it's Trubisky. Oh, okay. Well, he's you know he struggles too. Mm-hmm. Neither he's, of them are great. No, he's he's like David Bowie. He's just always under pressure. Hmm. See what you did there. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts. Boom. And I'm going to I'm going to take them with the points, and I'm going to take the under, and that'll be the end of my betting for the weekend because I'm not touching anything else. I love the Broncos Lions. Saturday, That's the game I'm looking forward to. Saturday night will be fun. Mm-hmm. The Broncos will go to Detroit to play the Lions, and it uh, they will lose there. Um, I got exactly what I believe Amory is thinking. All right, give it to me. Lions money line, Broncos and the points. Yes, I was okay. really thinking that. Yeah, the that's, Lions well, like the to keep it close. Lean. Broncos are playing well. Oof, I'm I'm very excited for that game. Also, I like the under in this one. Me that, too. That 48, 48 and a half. It's a lot of points. Super high. There's a lot of for points. A really good. No, Broncos I, I, I took, I took the under. Average Lions. I already yeah. have my bets made today. By the way, at Isleta. So. Oh, well done. The I Lions sent are someone. Much better than Denver for the course of the year. I don't know if they're better than Denver for this game. I don't like it, but I also don't think Denver wins on the road. Sure. I have zero confidence in what I'm telling you. If you say otherwise, I'll say you're probably right. Give me Detroit at home. Money line is not good, though. Don't take that. Yeah. If you, I would bundle them together. Yeah. Little Bronco. If you could buy a point, get it up to five and a half. Broncos plus five and a half. Detroit money line in the under. Little one game three way. That's so hot. We got a fun guest whenever we get back from the break. All right, hold on. The texture is going crazy on the New Mexico ball. One quick update. Hold on. Okay. Here's the thing. If you're not supporting 
You're not for me. Uh huh. There will be 30,000 enthusiastic fans of one colored team or the other, and they will be going crazy at the New Mexico Bowl tomorrow. And if you are the person that has to try to put a rain cloud over that entire thing, mm-hmm. do me a favor. Pull out your own umbrella. So this is good for Albuquerque. This is good for New Mexico. This is a great thing. Yeah. It's good for Pavio when he goes in the transfer portal on <laughs> Sunday. With Coach Kill. With Coach Kill. It's, it's a package. They say, they say, um, hey, Michigan State, we'll handle it. We'll fix it. You know, I really don't like. I really don't like the balloon fiesta either. The mm-hmm. balloon, they balloons fly too mm. slow. You mean? Yeah, bo- they just fly too slow. It's boring. You know, I, I call it the balloon fiasco. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> traffic. Oh. You mean you mean to tell me just because it's the world's longest suspension tram that it's special? Oh my God. Uh, Who wants to go up on the mountain? It's cold up there. Uh-huh. Oh God! Yeah, you know the the worst part about New Mexico is the people. It's you. You're the people you're, in it. You're the worst. Fun guess. Whenever we get back, Miss it's two minutes on garbage. Ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. Live from Explora, it's Teen Night, the sports animal. Van, yo. What do you always do? Oh, man. I don't like open-ended questions like this. Will you be more specific, please? Ah, uh, you said follow your heart? Yeah. That's why Sheldon Hamilton's here. Let's he followed his heart right to the program. Sheldon Hamilton of Explora. Put that bad boy right in front of your mouth. There right it is. Front. How that? Yeah, welcome to the show, friend. Hey, good to be here. Thanks for having me again. Teen night tonight, huh? What's Teen up? Teen night tonight, December 15th, 6 to 9. Now, is this the last one of the year? How does it work? Last one of the year. So we do okay. one every quarter. Okay. Specifically for teens, 12 to 19, we have cool science events. Uh, all of Explorers open to teens only. Okay. Uh, and tonight is a very special night. It's going to be fun. Duke City Championship Wrestling is yeah. here. And also setting the, the plate for that is Man High. So you have live music from 6 to 7. Mm-hmm. Kids are going to come in. They're going to love it. Yeah. Okay, how many kids? Uh, right now, we, we've got tickets for up to 500, and I think we've got about uh, uh, nearly a quarter of that. Sold, right, so. Hold up, Sweet. hold up, hold up. I said kids. Should kids. I have said teens? You should teens. have said teens. Okay. Young teens. adults. Yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. The youth. I'm sorry. I'm not very, um, uh, I'm not cooking. Is that, what, is that what they say? You don't know. That's, you do you speak their yeah. language? Yeah, of course. You have yeah. to. Right. To work here, you got to. Yeah. No, Otherwise, no cap, Sheldon. Okay, <laughs> I mean that was accurate. Is that one? <laughs> that was accurate. Yeah, uh-huh. the um, the young daughter. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Um, yeah. uh, no, li- you're, you're litigious. Not. You're not. No. not even in that jacket. You're no. not. Really tried. It's a good it's jacket. Just, it's, it's a, a sweet, good jacket. It's, it's a yeah. sweet jacket. I mean, it's a cool bomber jacket. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like it. yeah, it's like my do. Do I get one at the end of this? See, see, I, this mm-hmm. is why I wore it for yeah. these exact. Um, you know if. No, the answer is no. Yeah, no I, had, I had a feeling. Explorers open until nine o'clock. Tonight. Wait, did we forget the merch booth? I didn't want to sell to kids. <laughs> uh, pre teens. I didn't want yeah, to sell teens, to teens. teens. They are teens. Yeah, you'll we, get it. Yeah, it's completely free event. We Except last for the twelve-year-olds. Where are the they're 12 not year olds? twelve to nineteen? Yeah. Okay, so they're in next they're in. year. Next year, they're teens. Are yeah, yeah. So include they in this, mm-hmm. and then they are in. Damn. I mean, hey, look at these grapes that I gave you earlier. Like, a 12-year-old's a teenager. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Not sure if I And this environment? Yeah. I don't know if I do either. Kids are but... growing, they're growing up faster. Ah, uh, yeah. Kids are growing up like faster. Like on a vine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome. You're with me. Yeah, vine is like um, TikTok. All right, boys, I'm out. I'm yeah. out on the teen talk. Uh, you're doing that, really good. That you're really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the, the efforts like a, there. A decade though. old. Same. Man. Same. 
Explorer.us for everything that is Explorer. But uh, you guys are open basically every day, right? You're open on Sundays. You're doing all the things. Yeah, so X- Explorer is open every day, 10 to 5. X-Studio, yeah. our new teen center that just opened up in February, is open Tuesday. Sorry, I'm lying. Wednesday through Sunday. Okay. Wednesday through Sunday, come on through. We've got the Makerspace, our tech lab. We've got a teen lounge. We've got snacks, uh, free programs happening, everything that we do or 99% of what we do in X-Studio is always free. Love it. Love everything about that. Obviously, you can come tonight. You can drop your kids off. You can hand them the keys. They can drive over. I keep saying kids, your teens. They can, they can be here and be a part of it. And here's the thing, parents. Let them know. We're going to feed them. Free. Free food. For how much dollars? Zero. Zero dollars. Three ninety nine. They're going to listen to music. But that cost, right? How much is the music? The music is... Free. Free. Okay, wild. And then, But the pro wrestling show that we normally charge $40 for per ticket at the Historic El Rey Theater, how much is that one? I think I think that's free. Let's Whoa. Let's go on that. That'll be all night long. And then, obviously, that sets you up for winter success. What is the next big event, though, here at Explore? What's the one after this one? The next big event is going to be in January. I don't have the, the 20th. date. Oh, he's got the date. It's Boom. usually the third Friday of Every other month, or sorry, every odd-numbered month in the mm-hmm. year, we have our adult night. So our first one is going to be um, contraptions-based. So it's going to be part of our 20th anniversary celebration because we've been in this building for 20 years as of Wednesday. So I was actually talking about the Thunderbird Hackathon, so it's not that. That's You're different. talking about the Thunderbird Hackathon. Yeah. There's a million <laughs> things happening in January. We've okay. got the National Day of Racial Healing um, the whole week of, I think that is January 18th. So we've got three different events going on that day. We've got Thunderbird Hackathon. We've got our adult night happening. So Explore is, like, on fire in January. Love everything about that. Yeah. Love everything about that. Anything we missed about tonight? Anything we missed about the Wild Winter Extravaganza? Wild Winter Extravaganza, WWE. I mean, we've said it all, but, again, it's free. Bring your teens 12 to 19. Come on by, get fed, have fun, learn some stuff. You can uh, resin cast some D20 dice for our 20th anniversary, kind of a special celebration we're doing just for the teens tonight. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is really cool. We, do, we pull out all the stops for our teens, you know? They deserve it. Are you still doing that New Year's Eve, or do you not do that? We still do New Year's okay. Eve. We still do New Year's Eve. So um, we, I think tickets are available online. Um, you got to get your tickets beforehand before you show up that day. It's going to be packed. It's always super busy, but it's such a blast. And that's noon on New Year's, so you can... So the little ones can right. celebrate. We're going to do uh, drop-in balloons from our um, our second story. One balloon for every year, plus maybe like 500, just to really pack it up. <laughs> okay. The, okay. The fountain will be empty, so then all the balloons fall into the fountain. Kids jump in, pop the balloons. It's a blast. So bring your family, bring your friends. Get those tickets online ahead of time. January the 19th is the 20th celebration with complex contractions. That's adult night, of course, man. Yeah. Um, there's got to be a reason for you and I to be here for that. There's a plethora of reasons. Look around. That was plethora. Can we drink? What's up? Um, So we have our (laughs) 21 plus nights in February, August, and October. That's what we need. We need that one, too. Science of wine, science of beer, and science of spirits. Like ghosts? Yeah, that's what I heard. That's the one in October, so it's always like you get your Mm -hmm. vodka, tequila, have a little fun. They're a blast. I'm into all these things. Come to every event that we have. Sheldon, you're the best, brother. Right back at both of you. Oh, cheers. Are you going to get in the wrestling ring tonight, or are you too scared? Yeah. I'm in the ring. No, you are not. You <laughs> so bad. I get thrown around Sheldon's just like, by my ankle. He's like, what do you mean I have to take out my facial piercings? We're like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. why I stopped kickboxing, because we had to spar. And like, told you. Him out. And I was like, okay. No. You're like, this is my look. They're going to rip my nose off? This no, is thanks. signature. Yeah. It's my move. Boys are live from Explora. We continue the hour whenever we get back. 
the the five forty five I have wide open, man. More NFL picks. Let's do it. In. Do do picks in. You're in on us doing picks. That's the one. 95.9 FM and AM 610. Live from Explorer, it's teen night. Drop your kids off. Please. These sports animals. You may have saw him at the Waterburger off Coors earlier today. (laughs) (laughs) Joining us on the program, friend of the show and co-owner of Duke City Championship Wrestling, one Aaron Burnett. Aaron, welcome, brother. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, guys? What's up, Marie? I was just talking to you. I was like, why is Amory not talking back to me? I think I'm having a problem with the talk back button, to be honest with you. Because Van was just fine right now. It's Friday. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, the talkback button off air because I didn't hear Van at, for a little bit either. So it's I think it's my fault. I'm just uh, Friday. I'm giving you a yeah. good energy for a Friday. Mm-hmm. Hey, Marie, you always have good energy. Thank mm-hmm. you, Buck Burnett. Oh, you're These welcome. two do I, not think I bring it to the table every day. My dad calls it selective hearing. He faked being deaf for like hey, Buck Burnett. years. Yes. These two don't think I give. <laughs> I work hard every day. I think you work hard. Thank you, Buck Burnett. Thank She's God, the best Buck's producer here. we have in the building. That's the Thank thing you would you. say to someone you don't work with every Friday. Yeah. All we have is a track record. Monday through Thursday, I, All I have crushes. is a track record with Amory as well, and it's it's impeccable. Well, it's Thank easier you. It's easier when you're on conservative talk because Amory's fueled by anger. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. more fueled on the sports animal than I am KKOB. Yeah, I just, more, I just laugh more. at KKOB. It's, like, entertaining to me. Over here, I'm actually mad. I can't believe Hunter Biden said he wasn't going to uh, uh, take the subpoena, you, but actually he said he's going to do it publicly. You get mad about politics. I, I think do. it's, it's so the most. Bad. I think it's the you funniest do. thing in the world. I, we're the opposite. I think the, NF, the NFL makes me mad, and I take it way too serious. It's all you know how you know how buildings go straight from the twelfth to fourteenth floors. Yeah, mm-hmm. because Amory's calendar goes straight from no, January fifth to seventh. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> wow. That was funny. Thank you. It was okay. Well, Van is the funniest part of this show. Well, I swear to God. (laughs) You know, it's so funny that you guys have that thing because Dex and I, when we had the Buck and Dex show, everybody always knew that I was the funny one, but he really wanted to be the funny one. He would always claim it. It's like, come on now. I am not Draymond Green of sports producers. I'm nice. I produce all over this station and I do a good job. I don't fight people and get suspended. Wait, what is that part? Yeah. Wait, wait, what wait, happened? What? Who fought and got suspended? Yeah, what are you going on about? Or maybe people just quit or get fired. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to get some dirt here. Yeah, I thought we were airing the air in the laundry. Oh, no, 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 Mike sorry. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's on vacation. Well, He's on vacation. Everyone is right now. Just no one wants to come Allegedly. to work. Yeah. Are we doing some football picks? What are we doing here, boys? Browns oh. at Bears. The Browns. I'm so glad Buck Burnett's here. Favored by three. Okay. You know what? I'm going to go the opposite way on that. I, I don't think the I don't think the Browns are going to win that game. I think Ooh, that I like the Bears plus three. I think the Bears are actually going to win the game. Joe Flacco is going to throw for 350 yards, three tutties. It's the resurgence. Here's the thing about Flacco. Flacco comes out of the gate pretty strong, mm-hmm. but then as he settles in, he turns into Joe Flacco. And I'm not talking about <laughs> Baltimore Ravens uh-huh. Super Bowl champion uh-huh. winning yep. Joe Flacco. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah, Joe Flacco. Like your neighbor, Joe Flacco, that has the same name as 
quarterback Joe Flacco. I think we're going to see the Josh Dobbs effect mm-hmm. on Joe Flacco. The, wow, the wow, clock wow, is wow. striking midnight for his turn. And Justin Fields, I've been telling you for three years, and I've been wrong for three years, <laughs> but a broken clock is right twice in three years or something. <laughs> Justin Fields is going to do it again in back-to-back weeks. Give me the Bears. You know what, man? I'm telling you, Justin Fields, that kid can be magic sometimes. I know. And I just, you get these divisional games. I don't like it. It's called Flack and Co. for a reason. I don't like it one bit. Hey, for he signed a one-year deal with the Cleveland Browns, okay? He is the savior for the Browns. They'll still make it to the playoffs <laughs> somehow. With or without him. And, and when I was driving in, Amory, I hate to I hate to bring up, you know, the past, but it's okay. I believe that Cincinnati is going to absolutely pound the leaving oh, dog crap <laughs> out of the Vikings. And I'm sorry, but that kid is playing lights out football. Browning. Oh yeah, no. Uh he's turned the Bengals season around. He's turned them into a winning club again when Joe Burrow how much did Joe Burrow get paid? Like three thirty five billion dollars. Yeah, he got a couple bucks. Yeah. I would I would totally get rid of him and just sorry. Joey. See ya. Yes. Buccaneers at Packers. Packers favorite at home by three. Uh, probably. Probably this it's is the Bucks, right, right Yeah. If it wasn't for Marinara, Mike Vick, Tommy DeVito, the Packers winning streak would still be alive. Baker Mayfield is no Tommy DeVito. Packers are going to win in a bounce back game, and they will win easily. They're actually going to try this week which is something I really appreciate from my team. They're going to try really hard because not only is this one at home, not only did they get embarrassed last week, this one has playoff implications. What do you Give think, you like the pack? <sighs> Ouch. I do. I, I, I do. You like the points? This is really hard because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in a three-way tie for the NFC South. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's my least mm-hmm. favorite way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> three-way tie. So that's the only thing making me question this game. But I think Jordan Love is uh, very upset that he lost uh, uh, Tommy Cutlets on Monday Night Football. And because the Packers are at home, I just like the Packers' money line in this. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take the Bucks in the in the spread. Ooh, that's not bad. I could see the Packers winning by three and only three. Aaron, pull that microphone up just a little bit. I don't disagree with who. The idea that the Buccaneers will make it competitive, but boys, this is all a Packers game. Like this is there's there's just no way on the road. It's cold, like all kind of those factors that say we're playing on a. It's just not going to happen. Mike Evans is playing. He's like Mike Evans again. Chris Godwin's back in the game. Baker Mayfield. He's like a he's like a broken clock. Mm-hmm. He's right a couple of times yeah. a day. And uh, he's like a young Joe Flacco. I think they keep it competitive. I don't think they win. <laughs> I think it's probably going to be Green Bay by one or two. I don't. I think uh, I don't. I don't like that. Jordan game. Love is just so much better at Lambeau. Like he sucks on the road. Yeah, he's super good at home. Mm. We move forward. Texans and Titans, and this is a battle of the Oilers. Van, this is. You want to hear a cool story? My father-in-law had never been to an NFL game, and he was a, a Houston Oilers fan. So sure. I took him for his first NFL game to go see the Texans and the Titans. Same game. You're doing that tomorrow? No, I did it a couple years ago. Oh. Are 
did the Tennessee Titans wear the old Oilers jersey when they're playing Houston? Because <laughs> this is the most middle <laughs> finger move. Are they, are they doing that? Yes. yes. Are they really? Yes. They're wearing, they're wearing <laughs> the Oilers That's jersey amazing. against the team from that town. It that. is hilarious. Especially when Texas is favored. Like, this is a every little thing we can do to irk you. Mm-hmm. What happened to uh, the Texans quarterback? Is he going to play this week? He still... looks like he's out. Yeah. That's why, Concussion that's protocol. why Tennessee's favored. Yeah. Okay. As the, yeah. I don't know if you believe in Davis Mills. Who? The, ser- <laughs> the, the cereal company? Uh, that is who's going to be starting for the Houston Texans. Who Davis was guys Mills? that make Cocoa Puffs? Davis Mills is two parts of that law firm that helps people with DUIs. Uh, oh, he great. played. He was the starting quarterback for the Texans last year. Oh, who knew? Yeah, I don't know. It's the tight division so. as well. The real reason that Aaron Burnett is here is because the State Athletic Commission has to come to the expo to govern Duke City Championship Wrestling. And because I'm here. So you're yes. going to go out there and be a politician nice. for the next hour. I'm going to go do what I do <laughs> very well. I stay out of the limelight and I deal with all the nonsense that nobody else is going to deal with. But, 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 but we didn't even get to the Chiefs pick. Who you got? Uh, the Chiefs are going to lose again. What is this like? To the Patriots? Ouch! You know what? I'm, I'm so disheartened with my team right now. They're losing so many, so many. Ugh. Wait a second! Never gotten rid of Tyree Kill. Never. Bill Belichick beats the Chiefs. Are you no. serious? And quits. No, it's with like two minutes left in the game. It's not going to happen. Goes on vacation early. This is going to be the Chiefs' bounce back game. They're actually going to win this game, but it's going to be ugly. It's not going to be pretty, and then we're going to see even more flaws in what the Chiefs have right now. Kadarius hey, Tony is going to be on it. On he, he ain't going to penalty all game. He's going to be on. Side. He's not. He's going to be on fire. Kadarius Tony is going to line up. Give me a anytime zone. touchdown. Um. Probably twice. You remember when you wanted I to think punch him so I think there's bad. an over-under in that. Yeah. I wanted to punch him in the first game <laughs> of the season when they played the Lions when he kept dropping balls that he should have been catching. It's like, listen, you know what? We have to come to work sometimes. We've all – I've been in radio Today. Today is one example. And you go in and we do what we're supposed to do. That would be like us showing up to radio and not talking. Um, You're just making noises. That's what Kadarius <laughs> Tony has equated to for me this year. In the NFL. We continue our broadcast from Explorer. Whenever we get back, it's Teen Night, Duke City Championship Wrestling, hosting wrestling for kiddos. Teens. 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 And they're going to eat for free? Young yeah. adults. Do we eat for free? That's awesome. I, I'm not going to take food from a child's hand. I will. Uh, Dave Gambino and Man High and three short minutes. Let's go. Yeah. Can, we, on? can we hear them from here? I th- With how loud they play, I yes. assume. Yes, we will. <laughs> Two men on, live from Explorer. Thank you, Aaron Burnett. Yeah. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.